And so anyway, we're going to talk about changing your words. So change your words. Y'all get that down deep in your spirit. I love what uh, Jesus said. Then he said to his disciples, he's talking to us, okay? He just got through rebuking the religious people of the day. And I pray that none of us are religious. You know, people who are religious are legalistic. People who are religious lack grace and relationship. I'm religious. I was, man, you can ask Treasure. I told my mom and dad that Striper was going to hell because they wore spandex when they were doing their concerts, you know, and that was in 1987 or I was, yeah, 1987. And, uh, and I'm, I'm that guy. But through love and through Jesus, I've, I've stretched myself a little bit and now I'm, I'm not so much that person, okay? But we need structure in order to, uh, to keep us in line, but we don't need a spanking when we get out of line. We need someone to nudge us back in and love us a little bit and encourage us. So, so uh, Jesus said this. He says, it's, it's in, he's talking to us. It's impossible to live in this world and not be offended. Okay? I love Treasure. She said this for years and years. I love her because she's my wife. But um, for the new people that are here, uh, and y'all may wonder, why do you take your lid off, you know, okay, because it's cooler, it's not cool like, hey, <laughs> not the Fonz, uh, what's up, uh, it's, it, the coffee is, doesn't burn my mouth when I take the lid off, so y'all are probably wondering, right, and some of y'all are going, no, wasn't wondering at all, okay, so you're going to get offended, y'all, okay, how do you process that offense, uh, hopefully, we're doing Bait of Satan. Uh, uh, Bert Carey is going to be leading Bait of Satan in our small group semester, February, beginning February 3rd. Uh, if you are someone who has been offended and hadn't gotten over it, or you know you're going to enter into offense one day, and you will because Jesus said that we w will, 10 years from now, I'm going to have a chance to get offended, okay? And Treasure has always said since we met, the righteous are not offended. So if you name the name of Christ, move yourself to the place where, okay, that guy just cut me off. And instead of waving my hands at him, you know, like some people do over in orange, they, we don't do it over here. You know, <laughs> they wave their fingers. <laughs> they wave their finger, you know. We not like that over here. And I'm from orange, so I know. You know, I'm from Little Cypress, and, you know. Uh, uh, but uh, we don't, uh, I don't get offended when somebody cuts me off anymore. And it's the strangest thing. I'll be riding with some people sometimes, and somebody will cut them off, and they'll just freak out. And I'll go, and I'm kind of, what in the world? I used to be that person. Well, I've grown in my relationship with God now. There's grace in me. There's love for me. And honestly, when people cut me off now, I just stop and pray for them. They must be having a bad day. They must be in a hurry. And I know it sounds dumb, <laughs> but that might not be very smart. <laughs> okay? So we need to pray for them. Okay, but regardless of what, they didn't, they didn't intentionally be mean and go, I'm going to cut that person off right now. You know, they didn't do that. They weren't even thinking about you. And we get mad at them, you know. Don't be offended. Uh, fall in love with Jesus because you're going to get offended. But woe to him through whom they do come or the offenses do come. Uh, but woe to him through whom they do come. All right. You don't be the one that's offending others. Okay. Walk in grace and love. Uh, it would be better for him if a millstone, or literally this word actually means a one ton is how much it weighed, a millstone where they, they ground wheat and things like that for 
for food. Uh, we don't want a one-ton piece of concrete tied to your neck, around your neck, and we're thrown into the sea, then, then <laughs> that he should offend one of these little ones. So, so don't be someone who's going to offend and realize that you're going to be offended, right? Okay, so take heed to yourselves. Now, here's the thought. He was talking to the religious leaders of the day in Luke 16 at the end. He said, look, guys, basically, if someone raises from the dead, you won't even believe. And that's what happened. So he's rebuking them. And then he turns around and he says, hey, but you guys, take heed to yourselves. You're going to be offended. Don't be the one that's offending others. How are you going to process your offense. If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. Uh-oh. Here we go. Now, in the New Testament, God teaches us when we direct people, we direct them in grace, gracious love. Okay? Here's the problem with us. We want to go talk to somebody else about that offense instead of going and talking to the person that, we, that is the only one that can fix it. And so Jesus himself said, if your brother sins against you, go talk to them. Don't go talk to someone else about your offense, okay? And now, now some of you are going, well, I'm offended at that. <laughs> well, come talk to me after the service and we'll work it out. Man, this would fix so much in the body of Christ, just this one scripture. Because some of us... <laughs> Are, are frustrated with somebody else and we haven't even talked to them about it. And so I just encourage you, pray about it and say, Lord, I need your help. Help me to forgive this person, okay? So, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day and seven times in a day returns to you saying, I repent, you shall forgive him. Wow. So Jesus told Peter to forgive people 70 times 7 in one day, 490 times a day, all right? This is hard enough, and the disciples are going, bam, what? How do we do that? Even the, the religious leaders of the day at that time said, look, a righteous man forgives someone three times in a day. Jesus goes, okay, forget that. We're going to double that and give it one more. He says, unlimitedly forgive people. So he says that, and the apostle said to the Lord, whoa. No way. Wait, you're going to have to increase our faith, God, because I just can't do that. I, you don't know what that person did to me. You're gonna, this is going to have to be supernatural. This is going to have to be something that you do through me, God, because I can't do it because I'm holding a grudge. Okay? So the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, even tiny, tiny faith, if you just believe a little bit in Jesus... <laughs> Tiny faith, you can say to this mulberry tree, be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the sea. Unforgiveness has a root. He's showing us that the people who are offended in this room, and all of us have been offended and will be offended, he's showing us there's a root to that. And the only way we can get rid of it it's pulling it out by its roots. Be planted in the sea and it will obey you. Obey you? What are you talking about? It's talking about talking to it. It's talking about changing your words. Not, first of all, delete the words that you say to someone else. And change your words 
when you're talking to the person that can fix it. So the disciples said, increase our faith. Jesus said, unleash our faith. The disciples said, expand our faith. Jesus said, express your faith. Express unforgiveness. All right? We're talking about the power of your words, okay? How do you increase your faith? I love this. He's, he's going to show us. Change your words. How do you do that? I forgive you. I no longer hold a grudge against you. That needs to be said to the person that has offended you. I forgive you. That's changing your words. I no longer hold a grudge against you. Actually, and if you've ever said something to someone else about that person, you probably need to go to that other person and say, look, I said some things I shouldn't have said. I was wrong. Uh, I'm trying to make things right. I want God to be pleased with me more than the other person to be, be pleased with me or to you to be pleased with me or you to, I need you to fight my battles for me. You know what God told me one time when someone had uh, said some negative things about me? I, to this day, I don't think I was offended. Sometimes I think we fool ourselves into thinking, oh, I'm not offended, but you really are. Because if you're talking to God about it and talking to others about it, talking to yourself about it, you're offended, okay? Um, they said some things about uh, me and Treasure. And, uh, I mean, Treasure never did anything wrong in her whole life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's going, I'm not true. <laughs> and my, my, my kids over here said, amen. All right. Um, uh, and I remember, you know, I wasn't offended. I didn't think I was. And uh, so God, I was going to God and said, Lord, what do I do about this? Because I wanted, I really wanted to talk to people so they would get on my side. And so they would defend me. And God spoke to me very clearly. That's so cool how God speaks. He says, I can defend you better than you can. And I went, okay, Lord, I'm sorry. So I backed off and I said, all right. And, and through time, <laughs> you got to be patient, grasshopper, right? Okay. And I, everybody who giggled at that. You're old, okay? <laughs> All the people who didn't giggle going, what's Grasshopper? It's from the sitcom Kung Fu, all right? What was the Kane's name? He was the, he was the uh, actor, something Kane. Nobody remembers? David Kane, all right. Derek, my man, yes, all right. Oh, that's right, David Carradine, Ted gummit, all right. All right, and the visitors are all going, I don't know if I'm coming back here next week. <laughs> So I forgive you. I no longer hold a grudge against you, okay? So Je Jesus didn't say, pray that the mountain be removed. He, that's not what he said. He said, speak to the mountain, okay? And so that's what we're going to change our words. We're going to not just pray, oh, God, help me to forgive this person. God, help me to forgive this person. We're going to pray. And then, God, <laughs> I'm, uh, Lord, help me to speak to this person. I forgive you. I no longer hold a grudge against you. God is going to move. I, even this morning, I know God's moving in our church. And, and this is a weird, weird time. How has the church increased their budget last, from last year? You know, because God's showing us he's expanding his kingdom. Uh, how is he speaking to each one of us about victory and not defeat? 
that there's something bigger and better. There's favor of God on each one of our lives. There's preferential treatment, supernatural intervention, and special assistance for each one of us. And whatever you're going through, God has something spectacular that he's about to pour into you. And we need to speak to that mountain, speak to the thing that's trying to hold us back. And you know what those things are, and everybody has something different. Why do we speak? While faith is implanted by the word, it's effective through the lips. Uh, uh, Lou Ellis, who's back there working our, uh, our sound and broadcast, is going, don't, don't call my name. Okay. Uh, these are some of the things you miss if you don't get to come to prayer. And I encourage you guys, 6 o'clock, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 10 o'clock, it has been absolutely amazing. And uh, Lou said something I thought was awesome, that God knows your words when they're on your lips, before they come out of your mouth. God already knows them, but the spirit realm does not know them. That's why we need to speak. You know why? Because the Bible says that angels are on assignment to come and fulfill the words that come out of your mouth. And I can prove that through scripture. We'll be talking about it in the weeks to come. Demons, they don't read your mind. They need to hear victory coming out of your mouth. In the name of Jesus, I forgive that person. In the name of Jesus, I will be victorious here. In the name of Jesus, I am debt-free in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, we're growing as a church. In the name of Jesus, I am humble, submitted, and yielding my life to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hear that, enemy, because there is power in those words, and they're effective, and they're changing me. Okay, so faith is implanted by the word right here, but it's effective through our lips. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith. How do we increase our faith? The word of faith, which we preach. If you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I love that. So even now, we're going to pray. And I believe there are people here that either you're committed, uncommitted, or have never made a commitment to Jesus. Today's your day. And today's the day to enter into your greatest day, what God has called you to do. And so I pray no matter where you are, even uncommitted people, get committed today. Uh, yield your life to the King. Yield your life to a life of grace and forgiveness where you're dishing out grace, not just getting grace. God's forgiven you, now you forgive someone else. And so as we move forward in this amazing um, uh, year, we're going to have victory. I declare it in the name of Jesus. And I'm just one, I'm just one guy. You have that same power. You're, according to Revelations, you are a king and a priest. And there is power in the word of the king. All right? Now, we're submitted to the king of kings. And the words that we have fall under his will. Okay? Don't be declaring, you know, thank you for a million dollars. You know? But, hey, here's one. Here's a good one. Lord, thank you for a million dollars for missions, in Jesus' name, God, to start new churches, God. Lord, thank you for money coming in, God, in Jesus' name, to get more people in heaven. You see how we tweak that to let that be our heartbeat? You see, you're living today what you said yesterday. Our words are so important. They're so valuable. <laughs> 
It's, an, it's the, the greatest, I don't know if it's the greatest, but it's one of the best tools that God has given us to use to transform our lives and to transform other people's lives. I forgive you, and I no longer hold a grudge against you. You're released from any curse from my life. You're, I, I want to pour into you. I want to give to my enemies. I want to pray for my enemies. I want to do good to those who dis, disrespect me and deceitfully use me is what the Scripture says. So, we can't do that by ourselves. We have to do it with the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us and the power of the word of faith, okay? So, Father, uh, and, and let me say this before we start praying. If you're uncommitted <laughs> or never committed to yield and surrender your life to Jesus, do that with this prayer with me today. I'll pray out loud. You pray in your spirit, but mean it. Mean it so that your behavior changes and you end up getting water baptized and going to growth track. If you haven't been baptized before, go to growth track and let's start making a difference together, okay? So, you oh, you mean I got to? No, you don't have to. You get to, okay? You get to make a difference for him. So, I'm going to pray out loud. You pray in your heart. Father, I love you and I give my life to you. I love Jesus and I surrender my, my will my mind, my emotions. I surrender my ambitions. I surrender to what's best for my life and the people who love me and the people that I'm going to meet in the future. God, I surrender so that I can go to heaven. I ask that the blood of Jesus would wash me clean of all my imperfections. And as I put faith in that, God, I thank you that you're causing me to be born again today. My spirit is being born again, and I will no longer sit on the sidelines, but I'll get involved in your work for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen.